Hello and welcome to Six Minute Sermons, where we explore the Word, learn the truth, and grow in grace, six minutes at a time. I'm your host, Cameron O'Daniel. Matthew 26, verses 30 through 35, says this, And when they had sung sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, You will all fall away because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I am raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered him, Though they all fall away because of you, I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, Truly I say to you, this very night before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And all the disciples said the same. So here in Matthew, the context of what is happening is Jesus and his disciples have just had the Last Supper. They've just had the Last Supper. Jesus has foretold his death time and time and time again. And here he takes a slightly different route. He doesn't foretell his death only, but he says, I'm going to die. But before I die, you're all going to leave me. You're all going to go away from me. And what do the disciples do? What, what, is, what does the ringleader say? The ringleader meaning Peter. Peter says, look, even if these guys, these Joe Blows over here, if they deny you, I, I'm never going to deny you, Lord. I'm never going to do that. And then Jesus, looking at him square in the face, says plainly, yes, you are. <laughs> You're going to deny me three times tonight. Not just once, not just twice, but three times you're going to deny me. And then Peter said again. So two times Peter says to Jesus, I'm not going to deny you. And the second time all the disciples agree with him that they will not deny Jesus either. Now let's think about this for a second. We are 2,000 years removed from this event, roughly 2,000 years. And we have the benefit of hindsight. We can look back on this. We can see what Peter and the disciples have done. And we can say, wow, what what dummies? Why did they do that? They, They should have known better. They should have known better than to say this, knowing, or Jesus knowing, that they were going to deny him and run away. They should have known better. Shame on them. That's what some people would say. That's what some of us would say about Peter and the disciples, is it not? But if you think about it, if you put yourself in their situation, this is not just, this is not just a story. These are factual events that actually happened. And the Bible doesn't just say this. There are historical documents in the Roman records that talk about the crucifixion of Jesus. That's just a little sidebar, but... These are actual, factual events. And so if you put your your feet in the shoes of the disciples, most of us would probably say the same thing. Uh, Jesus, no, we would never, no, Jesus, we would never, we would never deny you. And think about this also. There's a, another aspect of this that we can't truly imagine. Peter and the disciples have literally been with Jesus. 
They saw him. They were able to tangibly interact with him and have conversations with him. Peter, one of the primary disciples, if not the primary disciple, got to see the transfiguration of Jesus, got to see Jesus in all of his coming glory. Peter was also the one who walked on water and looked to Jesus as he was walking on water. He was the only one who did that as well. When Jesus said, who do you say that I am, talking to his disciples, Peter was the only one who spoke up, and he said, you are the Christ. So Peter, being the bold man that he was, passionately following after Jesus, probably more bold than any of us have ever been, denied Jesus. This is a wild thing to think about, that this man who had been with Jesus all throughout his ministry, seen his miracles, watched him do these wonderful works, walked on water, saw the transfiguration, claimed that Jesus was the Christ, and yet he still denied Jesus three times. We better not think that we are on higher ground than Peter and the disciples, for we have not interacted with Jesus in this way. Yes, Jesus is real. He is living and active. He is in our lives, and we, we know that he is alive now, and he saves us, and he interacts with us through prayer and through Bible reading and through obedience. We interact with him in that way, but it is a different concept when we see him face to face like the disciples did. They saw him face to face and still denied him. So what does that mean for us? It means it doesn't it doesn't necessarily mean that we are worse off than the disciples. But what it does mean is that no matter how holy or spiritual you think you may be, we are never high enough to fall. We are never on a spiritual plane, on a spiritual a mountaintop. We're never high enough to where we are incapable of falling. We need to be reminded of this. We need to be humbled by this fact, not just for the sake of humility, but for the sake of us relying on Jesus and looking to him for strength, looking to him for our purpose, making sure that our lives are aligned with him. In everything we do, we do it according to him and what he says. The Bible says that The devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Let's not be that person. So Jesus, I pray that you would help us and encourage us as we are struggling in this life to keep the faith, struggling in this life to obey you, struggling in this life to not deny you. I pray that you would help us to not be prideful in ourselves, but help us to see that we need you constantly. And we need you daily, just as the disciples did. We need you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.